0: it's episode 77 of they think it's all over the football shirt show and football's back people yes welcome back to they think it's all over the football shirt show of course, football never really went away, did it? We had the Women's World Cup and we've got countless leagues across the globe to uh, to keep us glued to in the meantime. But the Premier League's back and Serie A's back, so I'm in a good mood. I'm Asian Football Show Italia. Who's joining
1: me this week? It's Mike at Footy Shirts. It's Tom at Shirt Fan. And it's Adam at This One Kit.
0: Was anybody back in any grounds this weekend or last weekend?
2: I went to Chelsea's opening fixture against Liverpool. But the real battle has been won this week in the transfer market, hasn't it, Adam?
1: Um, I've really enjoyed my time on this pod. It's, yeah. been, it's been good. <laughs> uh, thank you. So that's my three minutes up. Uh, yeah, take care, everyone. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Adam, you're at an age of three
0: minutes this is a good stint.
1: Uh, absolutely, yes. Yes. No, you, you are completely right. You have absolutely done us over in the... In the transfers. Uh, I don't know if we were trying to call your bluff with Casado, but then obviously now seemingly, I don't know if it's been completely confirmed yet, but Lavia as well. I I just, I I give up. It's, we've had our pants pulled down, frankly. Don't ask
2: any Aluko what the tactics were between those (laughs) competitive bids. Tom, you're in the know,
0: so it's probably confirmed by the time this goes out, but is the Lavia deal done, sealed?
2: He's made his decision, I think it's just a a formality at this point, yeah. And we're recording uh, Tuesday night, so Tuesday formality, I think it's a done deal. As is, well, Christy has been confirmed too, so Chelsea have their midfield, so not for the next 10 years, hopefully.
3: That's right, I was just going to call him an ITK wanker.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wanted Tyler Adams anyway, so it's all good, it's fine. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I wanted,
0: yeah, yeah. Midfield for the next ten years, but amortised over five years now. Tom,
1: but no, we're of not in
2: UEFA competition this year, so it doesn't count.
0: <laughs> got a love financial <laughs> fair play. Good stuff. So, so, who's been up to what recently? Any new shirt arrivals? Do we um have to hear about any more? the back Mike.
3: Um, I don't know what I can't kind even of remember last time we recorded. Just yeah, say I've got, no. one. I have got one. No, no, I'm not going to say no. Fuck you, uh, especially because the the last one I had a going to piss you off even more because it's hanging up behind me, and it's one of those. Not so awful Puma Third shirts that I've always been a massive fan of. <clears throat> Literally, he's got no comments. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that does remind me, though, Mike, we are doing the shit to shit of all time, aren't we? So that's a great prompt. And maybe if you want to remind people about that and how they can.
3: Yeah, I, I will. Yeah. Keep keep your emails coming in. We, we've had quite a few coming in already. Obviously, I am now against the Puma Third shirts going into that, i say, because I've always loved them. Um, but no, that's actually, actually quite a few emails coming for that, and it's quite interesting what people are picking. So far, the Fenerbahce one hasn't been mentioned. So, I mean, speaks volumes, really, doesn't it?
2: Just uh, submitting my list as we speak.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Made up of Mike's entire back wall at the moment. But um, <laughs> but yeah, as Tom, Tom, as you said before we started recording, though, this is probably the first time in a while where all of us have found out wearing a football shirt. So, well done, guys. We're right on brand. It's quite rare, actually. Should we tell
2: people what we are wearing? I have my recent arrival, which is a lovely Atalanta shirt with uh, Ruslan Malinowski on the back. Birdie shirts kindly gave this to me at an incredible price because, simply, I think Malinovsky has one of the greatest goals compilations of any modern-day footballer. And if you don't realise that, I'd, I'd implore you to go and have a look on YouTube because every goal he scores is an absolute scorcher. So I had to get one of those shirts.
3: I would have to Google him just to even see a single goal of his, so maybe I'll go and do that.
0: I've gone for an Italian number as well. I'm in a Leche 1994 uh, Asset shirt as well. Thought I'd go go with some summer stripes today since there's no other sun around. You've uh, gone for a bright one as well, Adam?
1: Uh, I have. So I've got the Stuttgart Diversity shirt from this season. I actually um, have last season's as well. So last season they had a white one with a rainbow on it, and this season they've gone for a black shirt with a rainbow on it. And, yeah, it's very nice and very fitting for my kind of collecting goals, which is every rainbow shirt I can possibly find. And that's why you're banned from Saudi Arabia. And that's why I'm banned for many reasons from (laughs) Saudi Arabia.
0: (laughs) George. Sorry, it's a really bad rainbow joke
1: there. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know why it was. <laughs> I was just like, is this an... Well, I've been oh, in the pod for a little while. I I, I was, is this an yeah. in-joke that I've yeah. missed?
3: I thought he called you. I thought you called him George, and I didn't know why. <laughs> <laughs> like, Man, George?
0: A... Come on, that is It's Saudi Arabia George.
3: That's <laughs> he doesn't do, Velcro. Oh, my God. Fuck me. He needs to get his back right, on track. Okay, And I'm wearing a featherback to shirt. There you go. <laughs> Let's what? move on. I know. Could you believe it? What's Zippy
2: wearing?
0: <laughs> right, let's get this back on track and let's go into the news. Right, it's been a few weeks since we've gone into kit news, but in the interest of staying recent, we're going to go some recent uh, recent developments. And you don't get more recent than our Mr. In The Know. That's right. It's Sky Sports hotshot. Tom, you've
2: got some Chelsea news for us. i'm gonna let people behind the scenes here do you know what's caught me off guard there i opened my whatsapp up to have a look at the new releases that we've got lined up to talk about and instead i was met by a bloke (laughs) which adi will know a lot about from our personal whatsapp (laughs) chat. how how was your date at the uh the weekend Uh, so i had a lovely date at the weekend you know first date but uh, I received lots of p***s and to my, my phone whilst I was out.
3: Was it, were, having... were they p***s you were familiar with already? They were.
1: <laughs> um, can I just say, I was actually out as well, so I couldn't do this, but I also had a message
3: from <laughs> Haiti,
1: which was just a selection of various Um and just said, Tom is on a date, send them, which I found very funny. But unfortunately, I was in a pub uh, surrounded by three men and about eight women, so I didn't feel it was appropriate for me to be sat (laughs) in the playhouse in Norwich um, getting out (laughs) these particular messages.
2: I mean, (laughs) I also received the same messages from a very well-known Adidas collector in the community,
3: so I'll let you join the dots on that one. (laughs) I I may have been prompted to send some of those, (laughs) those messages too, but I did forget. However... When I then opened my WhatsApp to message AD today, I was sat in a crowded McDonald's at breakfast time and was met by a giant if you want to call it that. So yeah, Giants. thanks for that. Very generous. No Very generous.
2: Right, so uh, what breaking news have you got for us, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> so somebody made a big mistake uh, Sky Sports social channels because they inadvertently posted a YouTube video before the Chelsea-Liverpool match of behind the scenes at Chelsea's walkout graphic shoot, and for a number of frames, Noni Maduaki stood in to shot, and on the front of his shirt, you could see Chelsea's, as yet, unannounced new shirt sponsor. So I believe the video's been taken down quite quickly, and that person's been taken out to the car park and shot. But... It looks like we know that Chelsea's new shirt sponsor is going to be, as has been widely reported, to be fair, Infinite Athlete, which is an American company. And I've never heard of this company before. I've read what they do and I still can tell you what they do. But it's rumoured to be worth about £40 million per year, the sponsorship deal, and makes the shirt look a lot better. As everyone knows, I don't like an incomplete football shirt and I don't like Chelsea's shirt blank, but I think it does look better with this white, infinite athlete sponsor
1: on the front. I've not seen this weird, slightly dodgy sponsor. Um, it doesn't surprise me that Chelsea have a made up sponsor that's that's coming out of nowhere, but you know, all good. I'm sure it will look lovely on the pitch.
3: I, I saw the the leaks and the one thing I'd say about it design-wise for that sponsor is, it would look better if they just used the logo. I know they're not going to do that. I know they want the name on there and everything. But the logo is actually quite sleek. And I think it would look quite smart as a little sponsor in the middle. But with all that wording next to it, it is a bit much. However, I'd probably agree with you, Tom. I still think that shirt looks way better with a sponsor on.
0: Probably needs the wording because nobody will recognize the brand. I'm guessing, Mike. That's probably why they need it on there.
3: Yeah, I'd say that's definitely true.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, There's also been some big transfer news in Germany, Mike. So we've got to come to you for this. And it involves some shirt news as well, doesn't it?
3: It does. So basically, this is kind of like a bit of a a, a three in one, really. So obviously, everybody knows what the big transfer was that took place at the weekend. And it just happened to fall at the same time that Bayern released their new, uh, what they're calling their Champions League shirt, basically, which is a really nice shirt. Floral pattern, sort of like off-white colour, looks really good. And then there was another thing, but basically they don't have a sleeve sponsor yet. So instead of wearing a sleeve sponsor, they were uh, going to be showing the message "Rot Rotgeganeracismus, mess, which basically means red card against racism, which is obviously a great message. And I personally hope it stays there all season rather than um, uh, the the usual Qatar Airways or shit like that. Finding its way on there. But obviously, the biggest news concerning Bayern was Harry Kane's arrival. Now, as everybody knows, n- new arrivals usually mean new shirts sold. And it was pretty big because apparently, in the first day of Harry Kane arriving, there were 10,000 shirts sold with Kane on the back, which is pretty impressive. I've got to admit, I'm kind of guilty of quite liking it and fancy one myself, even though I'm more usually into the sort of like more obscure name sets. I mean... It looks good. And seeing Harry Kane make his debut in the shirt obviously was a good thing as well, which probably helped boost sales a little bit more.
2: I I, I think this is a transfer that I never thought would happen, but I really, really applaud him for going to Bayern. And there's a couple of things I want to say. The first thing I'll say, I'll go positive first. I love how big a deal this transfer has been in Germany. Like the Bundesliga have just sold this transfer like... It feels like such a massive deal, and I can't think of the Premier League ever embracing a single player coming into the league like Kane have. I mean they've done cartoons, they've done songs they've they've done all sorts, and i I really like that kind of fanfare, and then just a, a slight negative thing i really it, it, it grates on me, and I'm sure it does you, Mike as well, like how people are discussing this transfer in England, like buying a you know it's buying Munich. They're a, a giant in football. And by no stretch is Kane beyond Bayern Munich. It befits him perfectly. They're a they're hundred times a team of Spurs. They're a bigger team than Chelsea. <laughs> and I don't like the little Englander view on it, that Kane has gone to Germany and it's a waste.
3: Yeah, that that, that that's a bullshit view. And, and not only that, you, I think you're right. Kane's a perfect fit for Bayern and Bayern are a perfect fit for Kane. He is, in my opinion an incredibly good replacement for Lewandowski that obviously they've, they've had that gap for a year now, you know, as I've mentioned on our last squad number podcast, they didn't even have anyone wear the number nine shirt since Lewandowski left because there was just nobody to fill that role and he's going to do it perfectly. And I think it is incredible. I, I personally think as well that I don't think any of us who sit and watch the premier league week in week out, have ever really grasped what the rest of the world think of a striker like Harry Kane. They don't just, we, we, we just think he's just, he's just Harry Kane. You know, he's there, he scores goals every week. They see him as a world-class striker, which a lot of people have never, ever given him that respect for. And personally, I think he's going to go to Bayern and he's going to absolutely storm it. And then just to add one more thing to that, what sums up the bullshit mentality of people who follow the Premier League too much as well, I'm sure it was Michael fucking Owen, prick, who claimed that he should stay just to get the Premier League goal-scoring record rather than winning trophies with Bayern Munich. That is one of the most naive points of view I've ever heard in my life. Go win the fucking Bundesliga, challenge for the Champions League, and don't just rot at Tottenham when you're probably going to win fuck all. But yeah, it was nice that they sold loads of shirts, to be fair, and that that third shirt looked really good on the pitch (laughs) as well. (laughs) Um, I think Mike summed it up
1: very well. Um, No, I absolutely agree with both of you. The only other thing I can say is that it is quite funny. He lost his first trophy opportunity, though. It was quite (laughs) spursy. I think it was one of those things. If he had have won, it would have been quite funny as well, because the joke would have been on spurs being like he's played one game, half a game for, for Bayern and won a trophy. But it is funny that they lost.
3: It also, I'm telling you now, if he would have won that, everybody would have just turned around and gone, oh, well, it's the equivalent of the Community Shield anyway, so nobody really gives a fuck. It's not a proper trophy. But also, just to add to that, whilst we're talking about shirts, it—I I, Scott would disagree with me on this one, but that shirt that they wore for that game, that shirt is better in stadium. The print, that pattern that you get within the Adidas Authentic really, really takes away from that really sort of like delicate floral pattern that's within that shirt. Have a look at them. I'm telling you now, if I buy that shirt, cost irrelevant i will definitely get the stadium because it looks way better
0: there we go money saving tip for everybody as well thanks mike and our final piece of news this week we take a jaunt across to france
1: we do so bordeaux are releasing their third shirt i don't know if it's in the home and their away shirt they're very good this year um made by adidas the home shirt is your standard navy with the white chevron the away shirt is very similar to the France 2011 away shirt, the mariner style, the white with the navy stripes, kind of uh, hoop stripes but the third shirt, they are giving the fans the vote. So there's four options all of them are a burgundy base with kind of goldy yellow additions. The first choice is kind of a hexagonal print across it. Second choice is your standard pinstripes. Third choice is just darker burgundy hooped kind of pattern. And the fourth one is probably the most out there one. It's an abstract form of a chevron in gold on the burgundy. But yeah, they are giving their fans the chance to vote on their preferred design. They can vote from the 14th of August to the 20th. They can vote via apps and all sorts of things. And yeah, I think it's a really nice way of giving something back to the fans, giving them a little bit of ownership. And it's not often you see Adidas do it themselves like normally we've seen it in the past with like lower league clubs in the uk for example kind of more bespoke manufacturers but seeing adidas do it i think it's quite cool
0: burgundy of course
2: very famous for the grape region but uh tom are the fans going to whine about this one very good very good you've beaten me up my own game i think but i just wanted to say as well i think it's great that they're opening this up to the fan and there's going to be a vote but is anyone else getting a bit bored though oh (laughs)
3: <laughs> that legitimately took me a second to get what you just did then which i think speaks more for your joke than my intelligence but anyway you know i actually really like the shirts the, i think the the pinstripe one looks pretty much the same template as you've been used for the, obviously the jamaica home shirt but i think it's classy looks good my favorite is that first one with those sort of like um hexagonal like geometric shapes whatever you would call them in there kind of reminds me of the sort of like the, le- the leather patch patches on a football i don't know if that is any relevance with adias yes, but i'm sure that template ball was used for strasbourg this year as well looks really really good that's my favorite of the four by far i
1: prefer actually i think out of all of them the pinstripe one is my favorite it's
0: smart okay that wraps up this week's news let's move on to some new releases right again A tonne of new releases. I just mean, to scratch my head, a way we can do this in a quick-fire format. Has anybody got
3: any ideas? I was thinking that we could basically talk about each shirt in a really long and drawn-out way, maybe like 100 words each or something. Um, It might take a little while, but then I think we, you know, eventually it would be really interesting. What was your idea, Tom?
2: I think we should just do charades and try and act out the shirts
1: like a mime would. (laughs) That's not going to work on a podcast, though. Adam, what should we do? Well, I've got a PowerPoint presentation on every single shirt, which is about 15 slides for each one. Is that good? Oh, that doesn't work on a podcast either, does it? It doesn't work on a podcast either. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to sit
0: to the old-fashioned tested format. Have you got three maximum of three words each to describe each shirt in quick-fire format? We are going to go Mike, Tom, Adam, so first up, we've got Coventry City's away shirt. Nailed it
2: again. John Gianfranco
0: Zolalala. King of Kits. Over to Italy slash Germany, we've got Sudetroll's away
3: shirt. Sorry, I, I am trying to just think of three words, but I've never heard of the team and I've never seen the shirt before. But um, <laughs> yeah, nice effort, Mizuno.
2: I, I really want to say sud par for the pun, but actually I think it's quite a
1: cool shirt. Japanese brilliance.
3: Yeah, I think
0: it's worthy of the inclusion. This is going to hurt some of you, but we're going to go with Manchester United's third shirt.
3: Clean and classy.
0: It makes Roy Keane happy. It's really good. see the pain on your faces. Mm -hmm. Staying with third shirts and staying in the Premier League, we're going to go to
2: Crystal Palace. Have they smashed it or not?
3: For me. I think it's a little
1: underbaked. The idea's there, but they've not pulled it off. Yeah, I think it's a brave effort. Yeah, you know, I really like Macron and they try new things. That's more than three words. But yeah, they're always trying and I appreciate that. Next up,
0: and you're not allowed to say it's okay, is the NAC Brada shirt in Holland.
3: (laughs) Because that's not okay.
2: (laughs) I think this is a future classic just because of that sponsor.
0: Do you want to elaborate, Tom, just for people? uh...
2: I mean, the shirt is, is dreadful, right? It's just a black shirt with a white trim. but it has an absolutely ginormous sponsor on the front of it in white. Okay, I have no idea what it is, but I just feel like that is one that will escape the, the football shirts sphere and leak into the fashion conscious.
1: Fucking dreadful.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's yeah, bad it. if it makes him <laughs>
3: We
0: had the pleasure of Yari Lipman and debuting Ajax's
2: third shirt in the last week or so another decent Ajax away another Ajax shirt that completely goes over my head don't get it yeah
1: I, I agree with Tom I, it it's fine Looks like a training shirt doesn't it was that
3: just me no it does a bit to be fair I mean I quite like it but it does a bit yeah
0: yeah inoffensive I do like the uh Yari Littman um style in it I'm all for former stars wearing the new shirts uh, this one's going to divide opinion. We will let people break away from the three words format just for this one because the uh, the Twitter replies went fairly wild on this. And that is Reading new third shirt inspired by the Purple Turtle Pub.
3: It's fucking awful, right? And just to add to that, I tweeted about this and it I was warned I may get trolled and I may get a bit of abuse, but I didn't the responses were generally in agreement. That is one of three kits which make up possibly the worst trio of kits in football history. It's fucking horrendous.
2: I think it's fucking brilliant. It's horrible and it's hideous, but I just love the story behind it. And it is inspired by the Purple Turtle Bar in Red Inn, which is a, like the antithesis of all this fucking jumped up overhype promo marketing bollocks. This is just inspired by some random bar in the town. I think it's great. And also by the promo picture, it's great to see Harry, Ron and Hermione getting back together again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how do I follow that? Um I'm somewhere in the middle in that I don't mind it. Like it is awful, but what I really like about it is how much Reading fans love it. And I think that's the main thing. Like they absolutely love it. And Again, I said earlier that I really like Macron. It shows that they're really aware of what fans are into. I mean, the other two Reading shirts this season are fucking dreadful. They really are. And this one is equally awful. But at least, like you said, there is a really interesting story behind it. And it doesn't just follow the ridiculous. Like, It's the Spurs one that gets me that's inspired by the sound of Broadcasting House. and it's just like it's it's stupid whereas this is genuinely inspired by the purple turtle or whatever it is and that classic picture of the man almost getting run over by a bus just outside it i think oh Um, like that bit that one was good (laughs) yeah that was good yeah yeah someone almost died (laughs) ironically
2: that that spurs shirt that's inspired by the sounds of broadcasting house is the same as the, the sounds spurs fans make most often which is screaming great the fans love it
0: next up we've got Catania back into Serie C this season uh, with
3: their area effort. Lovely narrow stripes. Yeah, sleek
0: as hell. Too many sponsors. Gone bust that many times, Adam. You need all the sponsors you can get. Fair. (laughs) Staying in Italy, we've got International's away shirt. Is it a blockbuster from Paramount?
3: I really like this one. I just want to elaborate just a little bit because my favourite part of this is just that real nice sort of like pixelated effect around the sponsor i actually just think it gives the sash a little something and makes the sponsor work really well really good shirt well thought out I, I was gonna say exactly
2: the same it's very rare you see a broken
1: stripe for a sponsor work but it works brilliantly on this yeah um perfection i think it's absolutely perfect as a focal shirt love it
0: big fans there then sticking with three words
3: can we go to aston villa's away shirt nope what is the pattern on that out of interest it's I, it's it's like there's like lions and shit it's another one of those ones with promos about bullshit about lions and followers supporters and stuff it's just that it, it all jokingly it's just another kind of boring shirt really that doesn't look very good i saw it in the flesh as well the day it was released i went to a comedy gig up in birmingham and a lad wore it there and i thought it looked equally as shit in person
2: I don't mind it, I have to say, but I do think, oh, yeah, I, I don't know the meaning behind it. It's missing a bit of texture, I think.
1: I think it's all right. I'll give it a solid six out of ten, I think.
0: High praise indeed. Uh, we have got Hearts of middle Third shirt, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> I get so mixed up with these away's and thirds when I see so many shirts. They're all white, retro-inspired shirt.
3: Absolutely fucking marvellous.
2: Yeah, this is almost football shirt
1: perfection.
3: I don't like it. It's too plain. Stick <gasps> a rainbow on it. <laughs> get,
1: get, get a few more colours. It, it, I, I can't see the badge. Like it, it, everything's all monochrome on on the uh, like the Umbro logo. Just just chuck
3: in at least three more colours.
0: Uh, we got a new York Red Bulls hip hop away
3: shirt. Not not a fan. Not keen on graffiti shirts.
2: So this is the second graffiti shirt we've seen. Macron with their palace shirt
1: adidas have done this better i think it's a nice shirt i do like it i just think i'm too old for it i'm 40 i couldn't wear that
0: there's <laughs> a man that. set in a rainbow diversity shirt
1: yeah shut up <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: why <laughs> we've got bristol rovers away kit which again we've seen it before it's got some nice braille um within the material for uh raising awareness for blind fans but um what do we think of the design itself
3: it's nice, really sleek-looking shirt.
2: Yeah, I think this is great. Macron absolutely
1: smashing this. Yeah, I agree with, with both of you. I think it's superb.
2: Let's see
0: if you're still saying this after the next shirt, which is Leeds United's
3: Yorkshire-inspired third shirt. God knows what it is, but it is as bad as the home is good. It's fucking terrible. It's got flamingoland on the
2: sleeve, and I'm seeing like peacock feathers, flamingo. What? What is it? Why is it Yorkshire
1: inspired? It's terrible. I like it. It's colorful. Looks like cream soda. I like it. It does
0: look like cream soda. I,
1: I think peacocks were
0: was in the Leeds badge uh, briefly during the 70s. I don't know if that's a Yorkshire link or not, Tom. So uh, right. probably somebody got more time and
3: there's wild a bit peacocks more everywhere get, in Leeds. Is, uh, yeah, there's fucking thousands of them everywhere. Okay, okay. <laughs> is that
1: true? Not yeah, true. no, no,
3: I'm proper into my wildlife. It's true, definitely. Just don't go- don't Google <laughs> it, it's you fine. You can't tell if you're mucking around. Yeah, that's just, it's true, it's true. Just fucking go with it, Tom. Would, would I lie? Everyone knows everything. It's, we're talking on a podcast. Everything you hear on a podcast is fact.
0: Yeah, and if you want to double down on it, tweet it. Or
3: Exactly. Or whatever and school, it, post it.
0: it. Yeah, that's it. Okay, let's go to around Real
3: Madrid Sorry, it's just funny seeing Tom's face because he's still not sure if there's he's loads of wild peacocks of um, uh, Real Madrid, um, it isn't a bit meh.
2: Yeah, identity it. It could have been any Real Madrid third away from the last 10 years.
1: See, I don't mind it, but just for the love of God, can they not move the, like, the FIFA Champions World Club Cup badge to the centre? It's just in the wrong place every time they do it. Can Real Madrid stop winning that competition so they stop mucking up their shirts with it?
0: shout and perhaps a future winner of it we've got man city's away shirt
3: oh so good
2: i think this is the shirt of the year
1: and that pains me to say that i, I don't know if i go that far but it is a very rare puma win it, it, it's a lovely lovely shirt okay <laughs> uh in that case
0: next up we've got liverpool's purple third shirt inspired by nobody
3: another one that's a bit meh
2: i, I think that's all right i should quite like it smart
1: yeah, I, I love it. It's it's a lovely color, and I, I know it's a template. Um, lionesses have this one, for example. But
2: yeah,
0: brilliant. Bang I'm getting bored now. Spurs, search
1: Very, very Spursy.
2: Mixed feelings on this. Sometimes it looks good. Sometimes it looks shit. I Spurs.
1: Sometimes maybe good. Sometimes maybe shit. I think that that <laughs> yeah. We'll go with that.
0: Uh, last up, we have got. Don't normally go down the. Uh... lower pyramid but it's worth it for walthamstow fc's new shirts
3: really smart and good to see admiral on a football shirt again as well
2: more contenders both of these shirts contenders for shirt of the year i think it's fantastic both of them
1: yeah i'd agree with that uh genuinely very good that's three words but i could say more about it but genuinely very good
2: and we got a big up
0: the main
1: man William Morris.
0: my wife actually knew who. who I didn't. It meant nothing to me, William Morris, but um, she told me he's some of her favourite patterns. Would you believe it?
2: I think he's an eminent designer from the Victorian era.
3: Oh yeah, he he definitely is. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah really into peacocks as well from Leeds.
3: Yeah. Oh, only the wild. <laughs> yeah, that's where he got a
1: lot of his uh, like <laughs> textures and fabrics and patterns from. Do you know actually, that-
3: just as a bit of a callback to that, there, I, I was actually, my, for anyone who gives a fuck, my day job, I'm a surveyor for a, a, a home improvements company, and I was out measuring a job once, and all of a sudden a fucking peacock snuck up behind me, I turned around, I was like, the fuck, and I looked at the guy, I was like, is that your peacock, and he went, no, that's a wild one, mate, he lives in the village, and I was like, <laughs> what, and he was like, no, seriously, he's lived here for like 15 years, nobody knows where it came from, this fucking peacock just wanders around the village.
0: And they're notorious for sneaking up on people, Tom. So um, just be careful if you go up there. Yeah,
2: I just can't believe I finally said something smart on this podcast about William Morris, and you took the piss. <laughs> Good stuff, right? Let's
0: uh, let's move on to our feature. And um, Tom, do you want to tell us what this week's feature is?
2: Yes, I do, because it's a, I think it's a, a, a quite a biggie this one because we welcomed the world's first football club on to the podcast as I spoke to Sheffield FC. So hello listeners and this week we have something pretty special I think because today I'm joined by Dylan who is Mr Sheffield FC. I'll let him introduce himself properly in just a second <laughs> because he works for the oldest club in football. Hello, Dylan. Hello, you okay? I'm very good, thanks, mate. I'm really glad that you've been able to join us this week because yeah. it's, a, it's a bit of a coup for us, this having Sheffield FC on on the pod. But maybe give the listeners an introduction to yourself and the club. Uh
4: so my name's Dylan. I've been working at the club for two years now, but I've I've known Richard tims the chairman, for a good five or six. Um, and yes, we are the world's oldest football club, Sheffield FC. We like to say the world's first football club, um, just because it's a bit more modern, forward thinking. It's a winning mentality. Um I get it, yeah. But world's first and oldest, it's the same thing. Um, so yeah, and formed in 1857, 24th of October, 1857, um, making us recognised by FIFA and the FA as the world's oldest football club.
2: It's very cool. And of course, that also means, as we like to talk about on this pod, the world's First football kit. So there's one thing I wanted to bring up just before we really get in, get going with this. Yeah. World's first football club. Yeah. Now I remember maybe a year ago, there was a very controversial kit release by Crystal Palace.
4: Right. Yes. If you
2: see this. Yeah. I remember,
4: I've not seen it, but we, we know about Palace and what, what they say they are.
2: Yeah. So um, I just wanted to kind of see because I've heard the Palace perspective on this. I want to hear the Sheffield FC perspective on it because Palace claim. That 861? they are one, is it? There's there's. I, I'm not entirely sure of the details, but I'm pretty sure that kit that they released last year, their third kit was like a blue and white uh, half and half effort. And they were saying that that dates them around the same time as Sheffield FC. But even their fans don't necessarily agree with that. Yeah. I,
4: I'm so it's sticky because I don't really know much. About, all I know is that they're not for one. Yes. Um, <laughs> because I, I think it's also. You have to be the oldest continuous football club as well. Yes, and and I'm, they've gone bust, I think, a few times. I mean, Fulham claim that they're the oldest football club in London, um, but I think then the well, I think the, they claim they're the oldest professional football club. Fulham do the oldest football club in London. I think it's is it Ealing, or so? I might be wrong on that, but it's someone yeah, like yeah. that. But everyone claims. I mean, you get you that people still to this day. Uh, still say Knox County, which I'm sure you've had loads of time, um, but which is kind of a USP, the oldest professional football club. But it can change. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know I mean, the, being the richest club, the greatest club, the oldest professional—that can all change. The oldest football club cannot change. <laughs> um, so <laughs> yeah, but
2: the first football club.
4: Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. No one, no one could take that away from you. I mean, that's why when Richard got hold of Shepherd FC in like '99, no one had really done anything with it ever. Everyone sort of knew about it in Sheffield and stuff, but no one, no one outside of Sheffield really knew. Um, so he always says, "He you put your head above a paraffin, yeah, you know, prepared to be shot." Um, <laughs> so that's why he went to FIFA, uh, FA, and basically said, "Look, are we the world's oldest football club?" And they says, "Yeah." And then, then he got got proven on. So we are. So yeah, there's no
2: debate and, around that. See, and also like you said, FIFA backed this up because I, is, am I right in thinking you're only. The second club with Real Madrid that got the FIFA Order of Merit? Yeah, yeah.
4: So in 2004, so, uh, for FIFA to celebrate 100 years, we don't, uh, So FIFA don't really normally do clubs, but to celebrate mm. 100 years, they get a FIFA Order of Merit. So that's one of the questions we always say, well, Real Madrid and us. So you've got the richest and biggest and greatest club of all time, and you've got the not so big- biggest and richest football club of all time, but it's the same game. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the same market. So do you know what I mean? We always say, if it's about Gareth Bale's wage pack or or Jordan Henderson going on 700 grand a week, we haven't got any, we're not relevant, but you think you'd find we are, because most people play at our level, jump us for goalposts. Yeah. It's not all about, People can get it's the money. Things becoming too big, I think.
2: Like you say, it's like a through line, isn't it? I mean, there's a romantic thing about clubs like Sheffield FC. It's, yeah. it's the origins, the origins of the game we love. Yeah. Whether that be the kits, the t- everything, it all yeah. comes from Sheffield FC. So well,
4: that's what we say. Basically, if if look if if you like football, you if you came from somewhere, and that happens to be us. Yeah, which yeah. is which is great for people from Sheffield. We've got five thousand members. They're from fifty-two different countries. Oh wow. Most of them, apart from people who are in England, most of them probably don't know where Sheffield is or or know what league we're in. What they love and what they care about is the world's first football club.
2: It's a great moniker, but perhaps you could take us back then to the first day of Sheffield FC or the first couple of years. I mean, let's go with the kits then. So you you mentioned about the badge playing big significant.
4: 1855, we were formed from a cricket club. And in 1855, so cricket was in the summer, so in the winter to keep fit, we started playing football, but it was all it was um, informal. So there was no rules to it. So that's why we do a t-shirt and a, and a bit of a saying called uh, "Bringing Order to Chaos." So it, it was mob, mob football basically. People battering each other. I imagine, imagine it was chaos
2: like Leeds. But then then.
4: <laughs> a couple of years later, eighteen fifty-seven, uh, the founders, which were uh, Nathaniel Cressick and William Prest, basically met in in Sheffield and basically formed Sheffield FC. And then a year later, they wrote the rules basically. So Sheffield rules, they were called. So in there, it had all the members from uh, all people from all around Sheffield were in the back of this book. And we basically, we're the first football club to, we're the first people to set a set of rules who were a football club rather than a than a university because Cambridge University had rules. Right. But they were a university sports club. We were the, f- with the sole, sole intention just to play football.
2: So we're talking like the, the, you know, the 10 commandments that you now see in the FA's legislature is that right so yeah, yeah, FC, yeah so it's not so it's like the, the rules of the game not rules of the club these were the first
4: foot rules to be published by a football club which was us obviously so but in london and stuff like that they a bit later on they they had their own they, they had their own rules like for instance when i think it's 1866 we took we, we were the first we went down to london and there's a clip in and it's basically um, the London players rolled about laughing because Sheffield FC players were butting the ball, which was obviously <laughs> heading. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they'd not, they'd not had that because I think back in the day you'd, you'd pick the ball up. You couldn't run with it, but you could pick it up, I think, for a bit. Okay. When it was in the air rather than... And then oh, so you
2: could catch it, right, all right. Catch
4: it, yeah, and then I think put it back down.
2: Yeah. But obviously yeah, yeah.
4: Sheffield FC players obviously went, well, let's, let's get heading it. And then obviously... <laughs> went from there. So, it, so in this rule book, we invented corner kicks free kicks crossbars, all that sort of stuff so it's it's fascinating really and, it, and in it there's a at the back it's all because they were all around sportsmen really football was like a bit of a side project from what I gather there were cricketers who did played lots of other sport and football happened to be one
2: you saw that a lot back in those times didn't you if you're an athlete you're an athlete yeah. I'm pretty and, sure I mean both of them's probably the most famous one, like in, in modern day. And I mean that was 40 years ago now. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> like they got um they've got um in the back of it it's like uh shop put like they've got all the, the records of what people got in this rule book. So it's like all members of Sheffield, so it's like Dave Clark from Encliffe, so and so, and then in the back of it it's got the the annual rules, uh the games day they did and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a bit bonkers.
2: What were the rules around the the, the uniforms then were there rules around the uniforms how did it come into how did it come to pass that they had a kit
4: so originally people always say the question we get asked the most which you've not asked I thought you would actually is if you were the first team who did you play
2: ah okay yeah it's a fair point
4: <laughs> <laughs> so we used to play amongst ourselves hence our nickname the club because we, right. we, we are the club so we used to do unmarried men against married men okay. First letter of the alphabet against second letter of the alphabet. There's also one. It's also uh, amateurs against professionals, which I imagine means the best against the worst, or something like that. That's, that but, doesn't seem fair, does it? No, but what they did is is so we used to play in white, all yeah. white, and then red caps and blue caps. Chef FC would have the red caps and the away team, or the opposition on the away team. The opposition would wear blue caps. That's where I think where the colours come in as well. And potentially yeah. why? Why I don't know what the stat is on it, but I think red and blue must be the most two common colours used on football shirts.
2: Well, I mean, just off the top of my head, thinking about the Milan teams, yeah, you've got the Manchester yeah. teams, yeah, Liverpool, Everton, yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, that's interesting. So it comes from the caps worn by. So by by wide, the wear and white, obviously,
4: like big yeah. long socks and trousers and stuff, and then yeah, red caps and blue caps. Which then moves on
2: to the badge. But just to describe it to people. So, yeah, you have the, the club crest, 1857 on the top left and a football yeah. on the bottom right. And it's quartered, black and red. And on either side, you have a, a footballer in a blue shirt and a footballer on a, in a red shirt. Yeah. So, like you said, the blue and the red.
4: This this badge got changed in 2007. This was right. a rebrand to this badge. Badge before, very similar, but more old traditional. This was a bit more with, well, it's, it's mod. It's lovely badge, I think. And I'm not being biased, I think it stands out than, than most badges in football. But, yeah, the quartets, we don't actually know why they chose quartet. We don't know why they did. But the first image we have is about late 1890s of, of, of the red and black. But we don't know why they chose it um, or, or how.
2: It's interesting, isn't it, how that story's kind of been lost to time with...
4: I mean, even Andy, our with... historian, who's incredible, like, you know, stuff like, you, you just think, how do you know that? Even, even Yeah, just, yeah.
2: I mean, we do this thing kind of semi semi regular on the pod where we do kit history, and it's like the origins of of a club's kit,
3: and it is amazing
2: how many of them are just kind of urban myth or yeah, there's yeah. no real or even sometimes it's like a washing mishap, you know. But if it feels like with quarters and the black and red, there's, that's got to be a deliberate thing, hasn't it? You'd think. Oh yeah,
4: hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. We we do a heritage shirt, uh, which is like a, like a, got a collar on it and two buttons and stuff like that and a long sleeve, and that's in quartets, and that's how it probably would have been. But, yeah, why they did it, I don't know. Because Wickham still have uh, quarters, don't they? Wickham, Wanderers, they have, like, the dark blue and the lighter blue.
2: So you've got Wickham and Bristol Rovers.
4: Bristol Rovers, yeah.
2: Blackburn, they're quarters, aren't they? Are they quarters? They they
4: have done, yeah. yeah, Half and half. Yeah.
2: But yeah, no, it's it's it's
4: traditional, isn't it? I mean we we have we didn't do it last year. I mean our kit last year was was not very good, as you've probably seen. Yeah, it just it just looks cool, I think.
2: I think cool they're a traditional look, but there aren't many teams that, that do use them. But it stands out always and, and yeah, yeah. red and black as well. I mean, it's just smart. And yeah, I mean we'll come on to talk about this year's kit. shortly but i mean it it works so well with that branding the world's first and the gold and yeah 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 got that prestige that kind of heritage feel to it like you said and it's interesting to note like you said that you do heritage kits as well so they're all for sale on the club website
4: yeah yeah i mean we do really well on them actually because they're smart you could sort of wear them you know some people not all people like wearing a football shirt i mean Especially like a, a new season one, like, but yeah, the, the same is with the, uh, if you notice, but on the badge, the guy in the blue is like an older looking chap. So like a guy right. from the from 1800s and the guy in the red is like a modern footballer. You can tell by the ball they're holding as well.
2: Ah, and I, of course the guy in the blue has a cap. The yes. guy in the
4: red doesn't. Yeah. Doesn't have a cap, yeah, yeah.
0: And we'll watch many a game, hoping to find among these keen, vigorous youngsters just the young players who with care and coaching can become professional footballers. In two
4: thousand and seven for a hundred and fiftieth, we played Inter Milan. And I don't know if you got it's like a maroon looking one, it's a Nike one. Does it show
2: you the, yes. the text? Yeah, I can see it with uh, a, 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 a A A3.
4: Oh,
2: hmm. right, yes, yeah.
4: See, I like that one, me, which was a bit rogue because it's completely off piece. I mean, I wasn't around then, so I don't know why they went for it, but I think yeah. they had to do with the with the 150th, they thought. It's not red, is it? It's like a, a brownie. It's, it's like kind Arsenal's of half and half, isn't it? It's like Arsenal's 2004 away kit. Remember?
2: Yeah, yeah it's very much like the, the, the that, Was it 04 they had that kit or 06, I think, something like that, was it wasn't last it? Last year of highbury Yeah, yeah, that gold one with the O2. It's very it's basically see, the same as that. See, I was looking at that. So that's interesting. they wore that one against Inter Milan. Yes. I'm also looking here. 2017-18, there was a special anniversary kit with Classic Football shirts as the main sponsor. Yes, and it's yeah, got a yeah. lovely lace collar. Now that is a beautiful shirt made by Joma. Do so mm. you know? Oh, so that was for the 160th anniversary. This
4: yeah, one, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a bit bonkers, I think.
2: I think it's um, great. I love that. Yeah,
4: it is bonkers. I mean, not you don't see many. Um, you don't see many about. There's a guy who works for Radio Sheffield called Adam Loxley. He's got one. Um, uh, okay, but yeah, you don't see many of them, they are rare. I would like to see actually how much they're going for on classic football shirts or somewhere because I, I like all the I mean, for me, again, I know you'll you talk about this all the time. A sponsor is key. Oh, absolutely. So, classic football shirts, I mean, this is when they wasn't that 2016, when we first had them. They, they wasn't that big then. I mean, they, they were doing well, but it was still like small, they, they weren't in this big warehouse, what they've got now and they've got. Pop-ups in Miami and stuff. So <laughs> perfect, perfect sponsor. Again, what lets us down with, I think, and is do you know the copa kit is the Mirage Vape stores. Yes. It takes the edge off. I mean, we, we we know them quite well, and they're good lads, but what we do now, they've changed their branding for them as well. They've got it's called Mirage Made in Sheffield, which would, would have been so much better because I know people who wanted some for the kids and stuff. And they're like, I don't want a vape store in front of my shirt seen the third shirt with the copa did the black and gold one
2: that's what i was about to say so that right, okay. those three kits by copa they're unbelievable but i do yeah. think the away in the third are better because that sponsor is gold rather than the white on the home yes it's just kind of, yeah. it matches nicer
4: it does so that's what we said so i've learned a lot about kits with capelli actually and yeah little things like so a vogo here on the new one you, that isn't that it's not white it's orange their actual vogo sign um, but it's so it's so key to link it in with like you know the four squares at the top and yeah so key that does let that Mirage one down uh, but everyone I think everyone's favorite is the white one with the sash because it's like you remember Man City maybe oh oh
2: nine ten I, I was gonna say I didn't yeah. clock it in my head but it, it does yeah very much looks like that Man City shirt I can see kind of Nicholas Elker I think yeah yeah, yeah yeah for them i have to ask though while we're talking about classic football shirts so yeah like you said yeah you guys had that sponsor before the boom really in shirt collecting I was yeah it really kicked off yeah how beneficial was it for you to have them as a partner and and how did that come about
4: so i it was before my time right um but from what from what I gather they contacted us uh, and it was like you say it was just when they were starting not starting out but they were they were small. <laughs>
2: But it's interesting because there's a lineage in that. Even you can go Sheffield FC. Believe they were the first club to have classic football shirts as a, sp- a shirt sponsor. Yeah. And now, of course, yeah. there was Burnley Palmer, um, which is again, I think, something world's first again for for Sheffield. Yeah, Texas, yeah, 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 Which yeah. is quite a cool lineage, I think. And I mean, again, classic football shirts sure to just keep growing and growing. I'm sure. And yeah. who knows where that could end up eventually? Oh as yeah,
4: as well. we 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 have a thing called um we've got i mean our ground we've got tons of kits like our old kits but also tons of kits all around the world because we've got a project called the club of pioneers okay where we connect the oldest football club in every country um because there is one obviously so some are big so you've got like genoa in italy yeah uh, and then you've got like Havre, so in france and then you've got little ones i mean like south africa's one's called uh savages fc would you believe (laughs) <laughs> um, but they're, they're a tiny club, but it's it's, it's really interesting the club of pioneers because it, not all the time, but a lot of the time there could be port towns, yeah, and found and found by your found by British people. Not all the time, but a lot of the time. But some of the kits I we've got we've got probably most of the pioneers kits, and there, there's some cool ones. Um, I was
2: going to say Genoa are actually similar colours to Sheffield FC. Aren't yeah, they, they are. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and Genoa cool have a, they have an
4: English, they have the uh, Saint George cross in there. And yeah and they were formed from cricket which again shows that the English went over there was playing cricket so I think their Genoa's full name is
2: Genoa Cricket Football Club I think that's right I think and um, weirdly that weird English uh Italian connection the person that founded them was called James Richardson but uh, not yeah, yeah, the James yeah, yeah. Richardson of BT Sport and, and Golazzo a different oh. one <laughs> James Richardson Spensley I think his name was yeah but uh yeah I mean that yeah that sounds really interesting that could be a great kind of what a kit collection that could be! Like the, the clubs of pioneers,
4: the club of pioneers, pioneers. I know. I mean, we have loads of the ground. We don't. I mean, we've currently got twenty six pioneers currently. Yeah. So it's it's us. So we started the pioneers. It's like we've trademarked it. We 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 do it all. I mean, it's a different subject for another day. But we always think that the pioneers pioneers could be its own little thing, own business, get, like a mini league or something. Yeah. Or a tournament. We, do, we, we have done tournaments and stuff before. Uh, okay. But normally it's like vet teams or fan teams, and so. Yeah. Yeah, we've, we've so we've got 26 currently, but obviously there's, well, well, how many countries are there? Like 200 or something like that? Oh, God knows. <laughs> um, so he's just trying to get, we, we, we're about to take um, Polish's oldest football club, Cracovia, uh, sort of, no, I think, uh, FK, right. FK Krakowia, Um but they, they want to join.
2: Something to keep an eye on, I think, because like I said, that would be a great little kind of challenge for someone out there to try and collect all the yeah, yeah. Can you, yeah, yeah. from those, those pioneer clubs. But I think let's talk about this year's kit then, because yep. that's really what we're here to talk about. Because it's not been released that long, we're ready for the new season, yep. home and away. Capelli is the is the manufacturer of yep. your shirts. I mean, how involved were you in the process of that? Because you said you've learned a lot from just working with them, and yeah, how, you know, how have you found it?
4: No, brilliant. So they, um, so Capelli is in in it's massive in the in, in states like i think they've got something like 8,000 uh, worldwide employees so they're massive um especially for a, a club like us like they're like um so and then they this is a spin-off so capelli sport is it is 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 a is a sport is their sport section um and the, it all started carl they're sort of one of their sales uh, managers or director um sort of not pestering but, but Chasing down Richard saying, Look, I want to let's have a conversation. Let's have a conversation. And um, they were just, they're just miles ahead of anyone we've ever dealt with in terms of the facilities they've got, the way they deal with stuff. Like, they're just like shit up. And, yeah. And the, obviously, if we were any of a non league football club, they wouldn't, wouldn't go anywhere near us. But obviously, we're the world's first football club. So it's great for them. Um, and we're, I think we were or are. We, we we were their first men's team to do. Oh, okay. So so they had they had they've got London City Lionesses and I think they have got Coventry Women and Barnsley Women. Very very random and bonkers. Like you just yeah. think how, how they, but they've got them. Um, so we were they I think we were sort of their flagship of men's team. Like let's go in with the first and obviously then we're going. Look, this is great for us because we feel there's a massive market for us in America. Because, like I say, I mean, we we sell membership of merchandise all around the world every day. In America, especially with the World Cup coming up in twenty twenty six, we're thinking because Capelli in America are massive. That like, I can't tell, like they're huge, they they're big yeah. in, like yeah. schools and camps and stuff like. That. So does I don't know. Does does every single person who do they become a member of the world's first football club? Because obviously, what we've got bags of history and heritage. And what they haven't got is bags of history and heritage, but they're, they've got lots of money and also, <laughs> but also football is getting big over
2: there, isn't it? Of course, yeah. So, I mean, if you're without a club, say, but you're into the sport, there's not many logical places to go to other than Sheffield FC, is there really? Yeah. I mean, like you said, it's, it's the origins of the game we all all love yeah. but it's interesting you say that about capelli because i mean you've worked with some big boys you've worked with hummel you worked with nike adidas uh joma macron but i'm guessing again apart from some of these special shirts we mentioned like the one that gets into milan the, the anniversary ones and so on a lot of the kits that you've had in the past are kind of like templates that have yeah. not had that much work on them whereas no. this capelli one is completely bespoke it's a yes it's a shirt designed for sheffield fc yeah
4: yeah you can't buy it anywhere else um, which is, people always say, I mean, we had it, the, the mirror, the Copa kit we had was 55 quid, right? Mm. And everyone goes, 55 quid, you're an non-league football club. And you actually want to say to them, look, we're actually better priced because we're buying in less bulk. So Man City have got theirs on at 70 quid, or, or when Sheffield Wednesday got theirs at 65 quid. They can buy in bigger bulk obviously can should sell cheaper we're buying yeah. lesser of all, so and it's a bespoke better quality shirt so mm-hmm. we went for 49 quid on this one because look you can't buy anywhere else the quality is amazing and look we're no offense but i we're a premium football club and and i and i think 50 quid for a football shirt is actually not that bad because people, people are saying well you're on league football club and you go yeah and look, look at the
2: shirt uh, the yeah.
4: badge and, and and we prove it people still buy it it's not
2: like you said as well I mean these days the the, the price of football shirts is quite a hot topic it's mm. you know kids want football shirts every year and yeah collectors do and and whoever else and the prices are crazy so in the grand scheme of things what you're offering is a good deal it's a good yeah. price a bespoke,
4: a bespoke shirt with a, a, so the badge we've gone for this year you know that sort of new um not the modernly you can feel the, I've got what they called it now. So it's um, like TPU, isn't it? It's
2: like Yeah, like and you can see the lines the, in it. You know,
4: you can make the noise when you put your f- nail through it, that kind of That's vibe. right.
2: So it's like textured. It's got um yeah. it's not just a flat press print, it's like no. a textured badge yeah. and detail. So we the that. detail comes out.
4: Um so you're like you're getting a bespoke shirt, which is really cool and nice. And and no offense, but you've got the World Test Football Club's badge on it. Mm-hmm. And then you've got bits like the home of football in gold on the back.
2: So uh, that's just below the collar on the back of the shirt,
4: isn't it? Yeah, it just below football. the collar. And then in the collar, we've got um, a quote which says, without Sheffield FC, there wouldn't be a me. But in 2007, Pele came over to, to for our 150th. Pele basically said, "Without we've got him on a... He's like waving his hand and with Sheffield FC. Badge, and he basically says, without Sheffield FC, there wouldn't be a me. Um, I love that. But we didn't want to put in their Pele. I mean he's not long died and stuff like that. So we just but then we thought, well, hang on. Without Shepherd FC, there wouldn't be a me for everyone.
2: Yeah, it wouldn't be a Messi.
4: Yeah. Or, or do you know what I mean? Or there wouldn't be a me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: Someone wearing it on a on a Sunday morning without yeah. Shepherd FC,
4: there wouldn't be a me. So we put that quote in. Do you know where the tag is basically above there? Yes,
2: it's, yeah, and yeah, on, on the, the back, like where the sizing label is kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's well, so it's not just a home shirt either. There's an away shirt that's also yeah. been released which again completely bespoke is this quarter too i'm just looking at the photos it's it like two tone blue
4: yeah it's slightly i mean i would now if i'm thinking of it i would have changed it slightly personally right um i would have maybe gone for a i don't know it might have looked horrendous though i'd have maybe tried a, a white blue and white quartet would it work i don't know Well, oh, you're um, going
2: very Bristol rovers there that's the thing
4: yeah, or, or, You're going or a, too close to Rovers, or a blue and black. I don't know how that would look. Yeah, um, but I just would have maybe changed because it is a different shade of, of blue, so you can see that you can see the, the quarters. Yeah, um, but yeah, maybe I would have just changed it slightly.
2: Now I can see the quarters on it a bit clearer. I think that always really nice. But then I'm a Chelsea fan, so I like blue. Right, so yeah, I'm yeah, a bit biased. Yeah. Um, but honestly, Dylan, it, it's been really good to talk to you and to hear a bit about Sheffield FC. But what I'm going to do, because we ask all of our guests that come on the pub, we're always asking the same question. This could be difficult for you, actually, because I know you said you're a Leicester fan. But what we always ask, if you could pick your dream combination of a shirt and any footballer, and it could be any shirt from any time, any footballer from any time, what would your fantasy combination be?
4: Uh, Mine would be, so I definitely know what shirt it would be, so it would be... So I would probably say this one just because it is it is cool, but I would wear this to go to the pub in. Yeah, yeah,
2: it, you can. I mean, the collar helps. The collar, the smart. Yeah, collar the
4: and the buttons. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Um, then so then, I would say chef FC the new one with Capelli, definitely,
2: and possibly Pele in it. I think that would be a nice, nice
4: Pele, wouldn't it? The legend.
2: <laughs> it's a great show.
4: <laughs> Pele in a Sheffield FC kit. We've got Pele yeah, with a badge with a Sheffield FC badge behind him and looking at some. Some trophies we've won, but yeah, we, didn't, we couldn't get him in a kit.
2: Ah, missed, missed opportunity, but we can we can dream. Dylan, mate, it's been absolutely great to speak to you. And obviously, we wish Sheffield FC all the best of the luck for next year.
0: So, Tom, I thought you were the perfect person to do that interview because didn't you famously tweet that Crystal Palace were the oldest club in... Annabelle? I did. And
2: we did discuss this and I actually had to edit out what he really told me. And then we went again and did the polite version.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's good. Obviously, Sheffield FC, they're a a small club, but they do well to promote themselves using that prestige of being, what should we say, one of the oldest Tom? Or should we stick with the oldest? (laughs)
2: Definitely the oldest. (laughs) Definitely the oldest.
0: Yeah, no, really good to um, to review uh, such a, like you say, Mike, such a historic football club and hear more about their story. I was, uh, really enjoyed that, Tom. Very, very interesting indeed. I think that brings to an end this week's show, but we've got some exciting features coming up in the future, haven't we, Mike? And we can do a giveaway as well?
3: Yeah, we'll start with the features that we got coming up. So we have got... One that I think it's quite important, which is talk about gambling in football, uh, and particularly the sponsorship within football and why we need to fuck it off very, very quickly. I think we are still gonna do the Wrexham one. I think they might have been a bit put off by Tom literally basically berating Wrexham and, and the coverage that they get. Um, but that would still come up. We have confirmed now that we are gonna do a Bocker Juniors special as well. Um and as everybody will already know, we're Bringing in the votes for the shittiest shirt of all time, which is still coming in. And I'm going to leave it on running for a little bit because we've got a lot in the pipeline, a lot of things that we're doing. So it'd be nice just to leave that one going for a little while and, and do that at some point in the future.
2: And keep your eyes peeled on our socials because we are going to be bringing you another giveaway. And it was part of that little conversation we had with Equipped Studios. And we're going to be giving away the Mahalika Manila away shirt this time. And it's an absolute cracker adam i feel like you would be a fan but you're
3: not allowed to enter because you've been on the pod so but oh, yeah it's a shame <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then after that we'll do another giveaway because we've kindly been given a book to give away as well which is all about football shirts
0: all right that was fun it's been a little while but uh we'll try and be a bit more regular we've got all those exciting features coming up so we'll come back to you soon it just leaves the customary farewells adam would you like to do
1: the honors and then they think it's all over it is now